0: You're listening to Being Jim Davis Our buttocks are falling asleep No, just one. Oh, just one? Just the left our, one Our buttuck is left falling asleep? Is fall- okay, go on Okay, my name is John Gibson and I'm Jim Davis My name is Christopher Winter And I am Jim Davis Chris, Jim, it's uh, Wednesday, April 7th, 1982 We're reading the 1,389th Ever Garfield What's going on here? John, how right you are In today's Garfield... Very. Today's Garfield has gotten weak, or perhaps it always was. (laughs) Uh, Okay. okay. All right. So, uh, three panels here. In the first panel, Garfield is about to kick Odie. Where's Odie? He's standing, staring to the right, obliviously. You knew that already. Stage left. Yeah. Um, And uh, Garfield is thinking... When I diet, I get mean. Yeah, and he's winding up his right rear foot to land a, a powerful roundhouse kick on Odie's rear end. Mm, a roundhouse kick. Yeah. That's what I would call it. I don't know if that's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think that's right. Um, his ears are back and he looks wily. That's, it is a funny name for a kick, isn't it? I feel like a roundhouse <laughs> is maybe a kind of punch rather than a kick. But no, this it's definitely, definitely a kick. Oh, is that a kind of kick? Yeah. John, yeah. it's a, a roundhouse kick. Could you enumerate, is the, it, which presumably is a kick that goes all around the house? <laughs> John, when this kick goes around the house, <laughs> it really goes around the house. You know what I'm saying. Like, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. We need to get moving, but I, really, just briefly, I'd like to hear you enumerate the different kinds of kicks. <laughs> <laughs> you got uh, roundhouse, roundhouse. Round. Number two. Jump. Jump, yep, yep. That's uh, a strong one. Number three, uh, dive. Uh-huh. Uh, um, I'm a big fan of dive kicks. Oh, no, um, number four, turbo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number five, uh, that's it. We're done with yeah, this bit. that might be it. Panel two, uh, Garfield executes the roundhouse kick, but he miscalculated Odie is slightly farther away than he thought, and he mm-hmm. kicks nothing but air. John... Would you characterize the problem for Garfield in panel two as one of power or one of, uh, like, aim and execution? Would you say that he, he missed Odie because of how weak he is or just because he missed Odie, like he aimed poorly? I, I, I read it as the latter. Thank you. Okay, in the panel three, in the panel three, uh, Garfield is prone on his back and he thinks, when I diet, I also get weak. This seems false this is a, to me. It's a callback to panel one. Yeah, but like, he clearly like that kick in panel two is incredibly powerful. It's not a weak yeah, kick. Yeah, it should say when I diet, I also get bad at aiming. Yeah, my kicks, my kicks go astray. Yeah, which is I, I don't know why he didn't write it that way. It's just as I mean, when I diet, I also roundhouse kick wildly without <laughs> correcting. I also wild. <laughs> Uh, My roundhouse kick accuracy goes down by <laughs> 17%. I mean, that'll happen. It's yeah. really hard to keep a roundhouse kick accurate, John. Is, does Garfield look weird in this panel? Panel <laughs> like, three? Yes. Yeah. Like, he's supposed to be lying on his back uh-huh. and sort of like not quite, kind of a three quarters profile. Yeah. There's something weird back. looking about his butt. Is there something wrong with his butt? His butt looks weird. Yeah, it looks like. Yeah, his butt looks really weird. Yeah, Garfield, fix up. Your I think butt. His, his head, neck, shoulder area looks weird as well. Mm, it looks like his chest is super muscular. Like, there's what's that? There's an extra fold there. Oh no! Yeah. I, oh, that's that's his enormous pectoral muscles. I thought. Yeah, this Garfield looks yeah. weird. This it's the, no, it's, it's uh, the yeah, more it's not I good. look at this Garfield in panel three. It's just a jumble of Garfield-related <laughs> shapes. <laughs> not in any... Rela- like, yeah, if there's a forearm really there sitting on the floor. There's a tail. There's some feet. There's an ear. There's, there's not, a tip of an ear. Yeah, yeah, they're not connected to each other in any comprehensible form. That ear looks like it could definitely also be a beak. <laughs> it does. <laughs> it's like a bird beak sticking out. It's like he fell over backwards on a bird. It does really look like that. It's like you hit... It's like Garfield has a jumble button. And you hit it and he just gets jumbled around. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. you've got to re- yeah, you refit he, he, him. Yeah, he's been put on shuffle. Yeah. Remember those games with like the nine... Nine... You know, three by <laughs> three grid where you had to try and move it around to make the picture look right? A little, this, is a, this isn't a. Uh, uh, um, this is an electronic game. It's a little plastic uh, toy. A sliding, yeah, sliding puzzle. you'd slide yeah. the... It's a little like that. Like he's yeah. been all jumbled up. And if we slide him around correctly <laughs> It does look it does look like that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh well. Well, you've been listening to Being Jim Davis. This is a podcast about Garfield. If you don't like it, you can always just stop listening. And I recommend that you do. We do strongly. Uh tagline author Jerry Gluckheimer's hammer handles. Don't know what that kay. means. Um eh. Yeah, thank you thank you, thank you for listening. And uh maybe, perhaps we'll have some listener correspondence. Now. Thank you, thank you. Oh, right. John as we, because we do that every Tuesday. We do that every Tuesday we reach into the Garfield yeah. mailbag. Um and I think we teased some of this correspondence last week. John Ryan Pfeiffer writes to John P O V at being dot com, subject line Garfield Pornography. Whoa. Yeah. Uh, email reads: Good no, evening. I told you not to Google that. God damn it! Do not, listeners. We cannot emphasize enough. <laughs> do not Google Garfield pornography. John Arbuckle POV. I think it was. <laughs> do not. Um, Ryan Pfeiffer writes: Good evening. Gross. Yeah, that is gross. Good evening, Mr. Davis. This is Ryan Pfeiffer again. I'm writing in to make another correction to something said on a daily Garfield recap podcast As I sit here eating my breakfast Open parentheses Which is when I like to listen to Garfield recap podcasts Close parentheses All of the many Garfield recap podcasts There are several In episode 1365 Chris Chris stated that in all the time you've been doing the show he He has never and will never search for Garfield related pornography Now, this could be up for debate, but I would say that it is untrue, because in episode 1241, Chris (laughs) specifically... Now that he brings this up, I do sort of remember this. In episode 1241, Chris specifically searched for, quote, Garfield with breasts while recording. I remember this because afterwards Chris did a PSA saying, quote, do not Google image search Garfield with breasts, which, of course, led me to Google image search Garfield with breasts. And it stuck in my mind because the very first Google image search result for that phrase was a tweet episode of being was a tweet from me. Oh, tweet from Uh, Ryan Fivert. No joke. Not only that, but another one of the top image results was a follow up tweet I made after listening to a previous episode of Being Jim Davis covering one of several strips where it appears Garfield has grown breasts. Now I know breasts don't necessarily equate to pornography. Okay, thank you. Thank you. That was going to be Ryan. my objection. Thank you, Ryan Pfeiffer. Um, it's part of nature, and they're okay. I know breasts don't necessarily equate to pornography, but I would say that searching for a Garfield character that does not normally have breasts and adding the word with breasts to that search definitely counts as searching for Garfield-related pornography. Anyway. So, uh, just, just as a, a, mm-hmm. a, a little interjection, um, if you Google search Garfield with breasts now, mm-hmm. Ryan Pfeiffer's tweet is not the first hit. That's, uh, that's unfortunate. Who's, whose tweet is the first hit now? <laughs> Uh, it's actually a Reddit post. Yeah, fair enough. Uh, I was not I was unable to get in because I didn't want to tell them I was over 18. Fair enough. I mean, even are you? It's hard to know. Uh, Ryan Ryan, I, I don't want off. them to know. Yeah. I don't, I, I don't want Reddit to know how old I am. It's fair. Yeah. Ryan continues. It's a little gross that Reddit even ca- huh. Okay. Ryan continues. Anyway, still haven't gotten around to building my fruit clock for fruit clock challenge 9920. So hopefully that doesn't end soon feel like it didn't end so much as just sort of uh faded away. I keep forgetting to buy disposable pro Okay, I have a question about this. Ryan writes, I keep forgetting to buy disposable produce, which suggests that you can buy non-disposable permanent produce that lasts for Okay, Whatever. <laughs> I only ever had a single bunch of bananas at all times. By the next time you record, I may have already submitted a fruit clock image, so this addition to an unrelated email probably wasn't necessary. Okay, bye. Ryan Pfeiffer. I mean, are, is any email necessary? Like, have you ever seen a, a necessary email? It's hard to know. I No, no emails. John, our second email... Necessary necessary, but not sufficient Also from Ryan Pfeiffer And he sends it to Sparefruit at beingjimdavis.com Subject line fruit clock follow up Ryan writes Just a quick follow up to my previous email I had said something at that end About submitting my fruit clock For fruit clock challenge 9920 Probably before the next time you record And indeed I was planning on building And submitting the fruit clock tomorrow Not realizing that you had already picked a winner Did we do that? Okay, well, congratulations <laughs> to yes, we whoever did. won. <laughs> Luckily, I found out in today's episode before I bought a newspaper, so I will Aww. save the lemon and lime I purchased for next year's Fruit Clock Challenge 99. <laughs> That's right. Listeners, You, I hope everyone is gearing up for Fruit Clock Challenge 99.21. Yeah. Yeah, you should already be working on it. John, we received one other email. This was uh, submitted by our fi- uh, via our Fireside site. This is from uh, listener Travis Ezel. Uh, listener feedback from Travis Ezel. Travis writes, Hi. First, I hope all is well with your family and friends and that everyone is safe and healthy. At the start of these crazy times, my four-year-old daughter, as millions of kids were—that's th- not english were thrown in the center of a frenzy and her daily life completely ripped from her. I decided the best way to help her feel in contact is with mail. I am trying to get influential people to our home <laughs> to respond. <laughs> Pre- presumably, Travis thinks we might know some influential people like my brother Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you give her a consistent laugh, and I thank you. So far, definitely, listeners, you're going to want to play this show for your four-year-old children. They'll get a consistent <laughs> laugh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it'll certainly be consistent yeah. So far, she believes her friends are mailing her And she gets excited every time something comes in the mail Normally, I would get little packages sent to her But being my wife and I both work for a school district And our means are dwindling Not a sentence But, comma, I can't stop what? now until our lives are back to normal She counts on something in the mail for her As it is making her still be happy with the bizarre times we live in If you can send her something, it would surely put a stamp of positivity on an awful time. If you can't, I appreciate your time and wish you well. Listeners, Travis is beating around the bush just a little bit here. (laughs) But clearly what he wants is for you to send him your fruit clocks from Fruit Clock Challenge 9920. (laughs) So if you've got that fruit clock sitting around the house, you're going to want to mail it to... (laughs) Kaylani Ezel, 11830 Elmcroft Avenue, Norwalk, California, 90650. That's Kalani Ezel, 11830 Elmcroft Avenue, Norwalk, California, 9650. No fruit clock, too rotten, according to our friend and listener and presumably real person, Travis Ezel. <laughs> is that a legit email? No, Christine, Chris, sure? that is, sure? it is clearly a scam. <laughs> It is is? clearly a scam. (laughs) Oh. Yes. I I didn't, I didn't, it didn't sound like, what's the scam man? The scam is getting you to send stuff to, to this address. You know, he wants your fruit clocks. Okay. And I think we should send those fruit clocks. I, that sounds like a, that sounds, that sounded real to me. Um, Mm. you know. I mean, okay, look, maybe Travis Ezel is a real person. And he wants your fruit clocks for his daughter Kalani. So send him. Does, does that <clears throat> Ryan Pfeiffer? I'm talking to you. You've got a. We know you have a lemon and a lime. <laughs> we'll figure. We'll we'll figure. Something send out. at least one of those to Kalani Ezel. eleven eight thirty Elmcroft Avenue, Norwalk, California ninety six five zero. Other one can go to the president of Hungary. I feel bad now. The Czech Republic. I feel bad that we were so mean to the president of the Czech Republic that time. The man gets things done. Just open okay. okay. in, in a Garfield yeah. kind of contact. Thank you and good night. Okay, thank you and good night.